Thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. We would like to remind you that the Bridgetown Comedy Festival is coming up May 7th through May 10th. Right here in Portland, Oregon, and you can get your tickets right now at bridgetowncomedy.com. There are a ton of amazing comedians that are going to be coming through town. It is one of the best comedy festivals in the world. It is, it is just fantastic. It's our Christmas. It absolutely is. <laughs> and we want to see you there, so go to bridgetowncomedy.com, pick up your tickets. If you have a particular comedian that maybe you'd like to hear on this show, shoot us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com, and we will do our best to get them on. But either way, we want to hang out with you at the festival. Go to bridgetowncomedy.com and get your tickets now. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Nah, Sarah, you know, it's just kind of one of those nights where you get a good night of rocking out. It's you know, your, little, your rock and roll lifestyle. Banging the head a little bit, if uh-huh. you know what I mean. You know, down there at the show. It was, it was pretty awesome. I felt pretty amazing. I'm it reminded so glad. me. It reminded me. Reminded me of what it was I'm like. Glad you're you know, not in like a neck I feel like I still something. got it. Like I was, I was definitely one of the old people sitting off to the side. But I still feel like you know I was I was part of the scene. Did you get there early to get a balcony seat? Uh, no, that you couldn't get those. It turns out they sold those separately. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. Usually, all the old people wait in the line to get the no. balcony seat. No, instead I went and got some pot stickers before the show. Hello, everyone. Oh this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, so we've got a bunch of stuff that we're going to talk about today, including, I'm just going to say this, we have a bit of an announcement to make. Perhaps... A big announcement to a make. A big announcement. A big announcement to make. Oh, perhaps of something that might be coming up. Perhaps there is. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Wow, look at how circumspect we are. We'll, you'll never guess what it is. No, we'll, uh, we've got something we're going to talk about here in just a little bit. Mm. Perhaps, uh, yes, it is. Not perhaps. We have a big announcement. I'm done saying perhaps. <laughs> and I'm big still, announcement. I think I, I think I was headbanging too much this weekend. I know. I, I think you've like jostled something loose in your mind a little bit. It's, entire, it's entirely little, possible. You seem a little kooky. Yeah, it's 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 probably possible. Mm-hmm. All right, so we've got that coming up. Also, want to remind everybody, of course, if you're going to do any shopping online, go to funemploymentradio.com slash store for all your shopping needs. Funemploymentradio.com slash store where you can pick up a Fun Employment Radio shirt and hat and get all of those fine things. It is awesome. All right, so we've got we've got the announcement that's going to come up here in a minute, but I think we need to do we need to talk about uh, this last weekend. Okay, the big show. So of course, I went uh, I went and saw. Clutch and Mastodon over the weekend. And how was it? It was awesome. Uh, went with our friend Kristen. Uh, Kristen luckily had an, had an extra ticket, and so I bought that from her. And so uh, did the uh, did the bus journey down there. May, may or may not have had a uh, Coca-Cola on the bus. Uh, a road soda, if you will. Perhaps a road soda. Perhaps mm-hmm. it was open at home. Perhaps something spilled into that road soda. Oh, my soda. gosh. You can't help it. Maybe some 100-proof whiskey fell into it. Sometimes I don't know how that happened. Sometimes lids are loose. Yeah, it's Sometimes not my fault. there are some loose lids. I just thought it was bad Coca-Cola. You know, yeah. how, how was I supposed to know? I know, and you already paid for it, so it might be expired, but you still... I'm not going to dump it out. It. Yeah. I don't waste things. I live in Portland. I don't waste anything, sir. So, mm-hmm. no, I drank the entire thing. So, uh, did that. Ended up meeting up with uh, with Mr. Janky. Mr. Oh, Mr. Awesome. from uh, from the chat right he's here. Your, he's your he's uh, your fellow chain wallet buddy. Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. 
Chain wallets and clutch. Damn it's right. just uniting you guys. Yeah, there were a lot of chain wallets there. So Let many me just chain say. wallets. So clutch for people who just don't know sparkling in the in the lights of the <laughs> Rosalind. It was like... a lot of it was a lot of me's at that show. It was it was my people. I'm not gonna I mean it really was. I was like, Yep, I get along with pretty much everybody here. These are my kind of folks. So because clutch if you don't know who Clutch is, then you probably weren't around in the early 2000s or late 90s, or you were fortunate enough to hear them since then. It's they, They've got a cult following. I do have to a say, I wasn't solid, familiar with Clutch yeah. at all, and I listened to a lot of different kinds of music, but I until I met you, I don't think... I think I'd maybe heard about them in passing, but I hadn't heard of like the cult of Clutch. Yeah, it's... I mean, it's a big, big... Uh, a big following of Clutch, but they didn't... They never had a huge commercial success. They had a few songs that made it up the radio. I think their highest charting album was like 15th in the U.S. or something like mm. that. But they're one of those bands that just consistently puts out albums... Um, you know, it's like No Effects. Like No Effects is, is a much more recognizable name, but they've never had any radio hits really or anything like that. But yet they've got a cult following. You know, that will go to pretty much every show that No Effects does. Which I would be one of those people mm. if they were here. Clutch is kind of kind of like that too. Not as big as No Effects, but still very very big following. And Mastodon is another band that's kind of like that. It's just it's it's grunge, not grungy. It's it's garage metal. Like so, like they seem like a band that it would be like your buddies. Grungy. It'd be like your buddies that have a have a band in a garage somewhere and they play in the garage a mm-hmm. lot. Only they happen to actually be really, really, really good. And they smoke a lot in the garage. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yep, kinda. I mean they're just a, little, a bunch of dudes. A little, a little grimy, a little grungy. A little grimy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe a little dirty. Yeah, probably some dirt underneath the fingernails. That kind of those kind of guys. That's what uh, that's what clutches and I love it. It's mm-hmm. it's awesome. But yes, yeah, it, it is a lot of people. A lot of guys, I would say in my age range there. It okay, was Okay, so uh, late 30s. Late 30s. Yeah, going into early 40s. I'd say 30 years if you were younger than 30 years old, you were probably in the minority, I'm yeah. sure, at this show. I would say it was uh, 35 to 50 is probably the prime age range, the prime demographic, so which, Greg, which matches Clutch because I think they're mid-40s anyway. I do have to ask. I know that you have uh, your treasured Clutch t-shirt that's like yes. 20 years old that you yes. said is I don't all stained. Think, I was and... trying to think of how old it was. Yeah, but it is. Uh, the pits are uh, stained. Well, stained might have some like wear and tear on it a little bit. Yeah. Did you wear it to the – did you wear the name of the band – on your shirt to the band. Damn right I did. All right. Just yes, checking. I did. <laughs> I wore it to the concert, and uh, I was not the only one. It was it was so much fun. Was somebody I, else wearing the exact same old T-shirt as you? Well, yeah. A lot of people had, had the same – well, not, not necessarily the same one, but most clutch shirts have the same logo on the front, and then they're mm-hmm. – different colors and then there's added stuff on sure but the clutch logo hasn't changed the entire time okay. so it's a lot of people you know you see it, it's like oh yeah that's it's, it's a fellow clutch fan right there guys clutch shirt on you know, high five and no i mean there was there was no need to high five it was a room full of me's like it was awesome um so it's being asked uh, what was the ratio of female to male oh there's not a whole lot of ladies at this show. I mean, I will say this. You know, I, uh, our friend Kristen was there. That's who I went with. And then also Lisa and Brian Wood mm. were down there. Lisa and Brian Wood are huge uh, Clutch and Mastodon fans, but especially Clutch. So they were there, hung out with them for a while. Um, and that's the extent of the women that I spoke with on <laughs> <laughs> And I've exhausted the list. So those, there were two women. Two women in the entire show. I think there, there was a lady bartender. That was that's a, maybe maybe somebody checking tickets, uh, so. <laughs> and that was all of them. <laughs> and that that sums it up. No, it was it was mostly dudes. It was it was mostly white dudes that yeah. that are like me, different sizes and shapes, but they're all 
It's a room full of Greggs. Okay. That's pretty much what it room was. Room full of chain wallet Greggs. Yeah. I did see Chris in Multnomah Village. <laughs> Want to give a shout out to him. And we we saw each other briefly on the stairs and then ended up not being able to, to catch back up and meet up. And also Mike from Next Adventure. I didn't know this. Mike Turner from Next Adventure, who we, we've had here on the show, you know, a wife, a husband of Sarah, is a, is a Clutch fan. That's no I would idea. Not have expected that. No, I was walking through the line, walking down to the beer like, line. I mean, he's really, he is kind of like rough and tumble, but for some reason, when I look at him, sometimes I, th- I thought like maybe like lighter. I don't See, know. You don't know. You yeah. don't know who's who's going to be a, a secret clutch fan. It's, it's hard clutch to say. Fan. Yeah, because I saw him in line. He's like Greg. I'm like, holy Mike. Like I wouldn't think you'd be at a. For some reason, I didn't think he'd be at a clutch show. He's and like, now I've you guys a, have that special. It's like bond. I've been a fan for 20 years. Like, well, me too. You know. And then we. Uh, yeah, and you're like clutch cocks out. You're like, oh, who likes them more? And then we realized we were old and went to go get a get a fine yeah, IPA. I just that. That's that's what we we did. That sounds very nice. Yeah, I ignored what you just said right there. That's why I was talking over it. <laughs> anyway, it was it was awesome. It was so much fun. Good. Yeah, it was it was fun. I did uh, did headbang a little bit. Next, a little sore. I used to be able to do that a lot. I think more you than shook something now. loose. Po- quite possibly. All right. I did forget my earplugs. And that's oh, a, wow. that's an old person thing to do. That's why you always makeshift. I always have to makeshift earplugs out of toilet paper, or like paper yeah, towels. I wasn't gonna be that guy. Well, you have to. I I can't go to a lot of shows. Uh, I'm that sorry. Way. I'm a little bit too cool for that. Oh as yes. I'm standing off to the side, staying away from the people. Head banging, yes, with everyone, with all of you wearing your matching uh, ratty. I never, t-shirts. I never thought I would be part of the old person group that like lines the because general admission. You know, the old people all stand around kind of in a line in a big half circle, and let the younger people who are jumping around and moshing inside. Now I'm on the old person line. Oh yeah, I'm on the I'm 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 in that section. That's where I live now. That's, That's part of what home. it is. That's I could home. go into the middle, but it's like now I'm going to pull my knee or something. I don't want to get involved in that. I'm just trying to enjoy the show. <laughs> I don't want to get injured. <laughs> oh, I'm old. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we do have a super secret guest here joining us. Who's just been sitting here patiently listening to you talk about how old you are? I'm talking about how awesome Clutch was. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, Mr. Aaron Duran. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Aaron. I, it's it's uh, it's laughter of understanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm because I'm with there with Greg, not not the Clutch fan. Right. They never. Although I, I'm kind of surprised. Like, are Mastodon and Clutch the same style of music? Because yeah. I like Mastodon very much. So maybe yeah. I'm, well, maybe I'm an undiscovered Clutch fan. Then you might. Yeah. Be. I mean, you know, <laughs> a new world is opening up for you. Definitely oh, different new, bands. Oh, wow. But yeah, Clutch sings about like rocking, and then they'll sing about Yetis and like oh, yeah, magic adventures, cool. and yeah, oh, man. they sing about kind of everything. Depends on which album. You should make me a Clutch mix, Greg. All right, all right. <laughs> I'll make him a mixtape, Greg. Yeah, that would okay. be awesome. All right, I um, loved making mixtapes. I do. That is too. such a lost art form. I kind of want to make them again. Oh, me too. Yeah. Well, I still have a tape deck. And mix CDs are not the same. No, not at all. Kids. No, I loved putting like little. And like, I made you a playlist. That's really not the same. When you can just drag and drop shit, no. And you have no. to perfectly time it out to make sure that the song ends at the end of the tape. Oh, yeah. And you can't have any carryover. No, you, you can't. you were making fun of me for being old. Mm-hmm. There's an art form to it. There was. No, yeah. it, it was It was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. You had to put a lot of thought into that. Yeah, you did. You had to have theme tapes, depending on who you were giving it to. Yeah, I didn't do that a whole lot, because that was that was a lot of uh, a lot of commitment right there. No, no, I, did a Greg was, I did that a lot. He feared uh, mixtape commitment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, oh, I'm putting all this time, then what <laughs> if I, I picked the wrong song? But I do get the old person part. Because that's, that's kind of me now at certain shows. There are some shows where I will still, I will brave the pit for a little while. Yeah. But the, the problem is that I have to find that balance. I have to drink enough to think, yeah, I can do the pit. Mm-hmm. 
But there's a there's a, the tipping point between I've drank just enough to go in the pit and I've drank too much and I shouldn't be in the pit. Mm-hmm. You don't want to lose your that footing. That line <laughs> is so narrow these days. Yeah, like it's it's like one Rainier. Yeah, like that's it. <laughs> like once like, I'm like I'm gonna do this. I'm going in and I'm going around and I'm like I get another beer. I'm going back in. I shouldn't go back in don't after that other in. beer. No, because don't. then it just because I don't want to be the guy pushing forty who falls. And like you don't, la- no one laughs when you fall. No, that's just every- the sad fall. It's the sad because every pit I've ever been into, when someone goes down, there's never like a point. No matter who that person is, no matter if they're some schlep, doesn't matter. When someone falls, like people in the pit, like pick them up, brush yep. them off, and ask if they're okay, mm-hmm. and either help them out or help them get right back into it. Mm-hmm. So that's, there's ninety so percent of the time that's yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. you know, in your head, you're like, oh god, I'm that guy now. Yeah, yeah like I'm the fall. guy that when they go home, that they're, they're worried like, about. Yeah, did you see that dude? That, the <laughs> thing the is that they're, oh, here's what's going to happen. When you get into a cab at 1230 in the morning, hammered, beat up and tired, and to be fair, you had a fantastic night, those... <laughs> Those kids that are probably like 21, 22 that helped you up, mm-hmm. they're going to go out more. Yeah. And they're not going to talk bad about you, but they are going to talk about you. And it's not yeah. going to be with any malicious intent. It's just going to be like, and man, did you see that one guy with the beard and the glasses? Yeah, he was in it, but man, I felt bad for him. Like he fell. Like you could tell he still wanted to, he still felt it, man. Like, like I hope I'm that way when I'm that old. Like, oh, they, don't, like they don't mean to be mean yeah. and they're not and, being mean. And then but, also like a little bit of concern. Like what was he thinking though? Why was yeah. he going in there? I mean, you don't uh, heal that fast yeah. at that age anymore. And you know what? Child, you're right. Mm. You don't. No, you don't. Some things can just stay permanently And broken. then I never thought I would be that person who was having that conversation at 21 talking about the older person. Because you all tell your friends like, you know, you just when you get to that age, you just got to know you can't do it anymore. And you, and you all make that pact of like, we're not going to do it, right? And you're like, yeah, we're not going to do it. We'll still go to shows, but we won't get in the pit anymore because that just makes it weird. And that just makes it sad. Fast forward <laughs> a couple of decades and there you are. <laughs> Just, and it's happening. And it's happening. But I have yet to fall down. <laughs> well, it is like the, the outer crust. I did cold crust. talk a little Vulcan girl once. A little Vulcan girl? <laughs> this was a few years ago at a nerd where Stovacor was playing. Oh, uh, Stovacor. Portland's the Klingon, like, Klingon band. metal band. Yes. And this woman, she woman, she was probably in her early 20s, uh, maybe five foot three, dressed up as this Vulcan. Had just short, cropped, blonde Vulcan hair. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the pit, and I had, I had crossed that line of... Too many beers shouldn't be in the One pit beer anymore. Too many. And I broke the other rule of not tucking the arms in, and I flailed out. Uh oh! And I just fucking cold cocked her. Oh, oh no! Just right across the chinch. <laughs> Bow! She spun, went down, oh, and I sobered up like that. I that was is. Like, oh my god! And I run over to her. Because then on knew, top of that, even if it's an accident, though, if somebody doesn't quite see it, like, you're the dude that just hit a chick. A lot of people did oh, see it, and God. they all realized that it was a yeah. accidental flay. Like, no one was mad at me, but I still felt like a dick. Right. But behold the power of being like 23 years old and, you know, spry and a little drunk. She just bounces right back up. It's no problem. It happens. Good bit. And she jumped right back into it. I'm like, <laughs> fantastic. I'm going home now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is like that. Like the further away you are from the stage, the older you are. Like as you get older, you keep getting further and further back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I pay for them balcony seats now. I know, right? Well, you can see like it's just like the, the layers. Like sometimes I'm like not... All the way pressed against the back wall, but I am right. like in the last, like probably like last quarter or so of the yeah. room. Yeah, like yeah. in that space between, like you know, the first quarter is like right in front of the stage. Then there's somewhere in the middle, and then the and back. then you, you have that moment when your favorite song comes on, uh-huh. and then you run, and then I always and you think, just fucking book can it. I do it? Can I do it? And you run the numbers in your head for like a split second. This kind of like nerd, right? Like metal show math. Where you run it in your head. You're like, I'm so old. I'm so tired. I'm a little drunk. 
this song's only three minutes and 28 seconds long. I can survive for three minutes and 28 seconds. And you go in, get your ass handed to you, and right. out. Yeah. Get the hell out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, we're a little more breakable than we once were. Yeah, and the problem is that when we're all getting even older, we're still going to think we can do this. The only thing we can really count on is hopefully the bands don't play anymore. <laughs> that's going to be our only well, saving That's grade. our sweet, sweet release. That's our sweet, sweet release. <laughs> Clutch is one of the bands. they're not trying anymore, so we don't have to try anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we don't have to anymore. Clutch is fit to where I bet they will play into their 60s. Because the music, as long as the guy has his voice, which it's not that crazy of singing that he's doing when he's, right. when he's doing it. Um, yeah, I, I could imagine them being around forever. Because they, they they're one of those bands that puts out a new album like every three so years. So you see yourself in a few years? Well, I mean more than I'll that. I'll still like, go. Pushing 50, like, I'm going to go in. Just yeah. one song. Yeah. I can handle one song. No, I mean, but Into the Pit? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I would go into the pit. If it the was in the right all? situation. No, I didn't end up going. Okay. Um, if it was the right situation, I would probably do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I probably just imagine would. these places playing like old folk home one day, <laughs> and just a bunch of like like aged Gen Y and extras just with I'm their rockers rock oh, yeah. and then they're going at it. No, I still I still try to venture into the pit, but I do so very sparsely and very quickly. I don't yeah. stay for a whole song. Full like, armor up. Yeah, when face to face was in town last time, I went in because sometimes I just can't stop myself because I'm too excited about the song. Yeah. I'm just like fuck it, it's worth it, and I just go for it. You don't have that extra nerd problem of having glasses. Oh yeah, I will actually have to if I know that I. I I'm going to hold my glasses. I, no, I, I bring a case and put them in my pocket. Oh, but, but a hard case, <laughs> right? I do have a hard case. Okay, and I, good. And, and it's like, we were like, oh, well, take these off. Put them in my pocket. Okay. <laughs> I know. I've shoved my purse at my girlfriend's before. I'm just like, yeah. all right, I'm going in. And they're like, you're 34. I'm like, I know, but I have to. Will you hold my purse for me? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, purse. <laughs> when you're like 38 years old and putting your glasses in the case to go into the pit, like everyone finds it cute and charming. When you're 19 and putting glasses, then you're just a dork. Yeah. Right. You know, so I guess some things get a little better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I definitely used to be the pit guy. That's I would always be in there. Mm. But no, not so much anymore. It's, yeah, Alex in the chat thing. says, our, our friend, she said, I, uh, I was a five-foot-tall uh, lady punk with too much to prove when I was younger. I no longer have to prove shit. <laughs> right, yeah. Totally, because they're always the angry, like, they're the people who are oh, in yeah. the pit because they're having fun. Like, I was never a take-out-my-aggression person. Yeah. It was just fun to just bounce around. No, I mean, I would do the take-out-aggression, but not in an angry way towards people. You know, because it was energy. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and it really is, like, in the pit for the, a lot of those things, unless you get a couple of assholes, and there's always a fucking asshole that'll show up. Mm. But for the Pits most part... self-regulating on yeah. assholes, though. Yeah, because yeah. then usually everybody will gang up on that yeah. guy. Like, because there was a few times when I went to, like, a Pantera show, and you get some skinhead in there, which Pantera is not skinhead music, but, you know, people latch on to things, yeah. and they think that's what it is. Mm. So you you get a couple of them in there, and once they was figured out who they were, pretty much everybody in the pit would just take it all out on them. Yeah. And that guy couldn't stand still without getting hit until you get him out of there. Wasn't it a few years ago, like, at a Dropkick Murphy show, like, they found a couple of skinheads and just, just trashed them and just tore them out? Well... I think Sorry. so. It was pretty great. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. it was pretty great. Yeah, mm. that's awesome. Yeah, but for the most part, I mean, it really, in those things, it is. It's like you get knocked down, somebody will help you back up. Doesn't mean it doesn't hurt, though. Yeah. <laughs> It'll still hurt. It's like, it's, it's like pro wrestling. Hurts. I'm sure it's all fake, but goddamn, it probably hurts a lot. Oh, that's yeah. Probably what it is. the weekends, that's what I spent all day yesterday doing. Yeah. Watching a little uh, Extreme Rules WWE pro wrestling. Although, my favorite part about wrestling is watching other people watch wrestling. Like, I like watching wrestling, but seeing people who are super into it, like, reacting to what's happening, it was just a crazy-ass soap opera shit show, which actually, I'm going on the McMahon horn tomorrow. And Scoot and Adam Posse and I are going to talk about it. Oh. Because we all hung out and watched the entire thing yesterday. Wow. <laughs> yes. You have really just leaped right into this wrestling I think uh, 
you might be seeing Jen more Sunday night. Yeah. So she got uh, so a few days ago we were trying to just watch something on Netflix, and I had. I had uh, on my watch list. I put on uh, Sheik. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still want to watch that. I haven't it's done it yet. So good, and the she documentary about the Iron about Sheik. the Iron Sheik. Yeah, and uh, she was just kind of sitting there, just knitting on the couch, which was what she does. But she, uh, like half hour into it, she's like, "This is this is really good." Like, and then I think she started to get hooked into. To see what happens more in pro wrestling about the actual stories of these people. Well, for me, it's not the wrestling. It's and... between the matches oh, yeah. what I care about yeah. the most. Yeah. So uh, she, uh, after that, I said, well, I can show you some more stuff. And we went to YouTube and, like, said, like, you know, the top ten rock moment, you know, of The Rock. Like, you know, the top ten WrestleMania moments. Mm-hmm. And she's getting hooked. So uh, I would not be surprised if you see her probably even more than me. Uh, on Sundays at the at awesome watching some some pro wrestling. No, it's fun. Wrestling <laughs> unites like the most random array of people. It's hilarious. Chris Walsh just said he. I listened to some 2009 shows all the way back then. Greg was trying to get Sarah into WWE. <laughs> that is so. F- so you couldn't right. force it, Greg. Well. I had to naturally find it myself. See, and now like for the newer stuff, I I'm not as into it. Like I'm a I'm an Ultimate Warrior Macho Man era kind of person. That's yeah. what I grew up with. That's why I love that stuff so much. But the newer stuff, I just don't know as well. I'm, doesn't take much to get fun. back into it, though. No, it's still entertaining. Yeah, so can, but I, I'm not going to get as into it. Yeah. it. It's I'm not, not that tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's not dumb, the same. As dumb as it but. sounds, the thing that bugs me the most is that none of them really have... Um, they all have personas, but they're all just using their names. Now. Yes, and exactly. That mm-hmm. Thank you. I, I mean, 100% agree. I hate that it's like, you know, there's, it's Seamus and... I think there's someone named Seamus. Oh, Seamus. No, there no, was. No, he's a badass. Seamus was the guy with the... Yeah, and it's like... Mm-hmm. And, 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 like, they're just using their names Roman now. Reigns. And it's like... Oh, well, don't you up. dare. You don't, don't you dare talk shit about I'm Roman sorry. Reigns. I'm sorry. He should come up with a better gimmick. Like, they, that's... That's I a agree beautiful name for a beautiful... name. You know what his gimmick is? His face and his body. That is enough of a gimmick. That's, well, let me, you know... Sounding gross and creepy right now. <laughs> All right, but no... <laughs> Tell you something about the heartbreak kid, if you want to know about someone that wrestled based on his face for years and years. Oh. Yeah. Oh, actually, his ass, Shawn Michaels. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shawn Michaels, Ravishing Rick Rude. Nah, I don't know about that. Ravishing Rick Well, that was yeah, his thing. That was his thing, though. Yeah. That was his deal. Yeah. I mean, he had his own face on his tights. That That's was right. pretty impressive. <laughs> oh, wow. The tights yeah. were his face. Yeah. 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 I don't know, it's still pretty damn day. gimmicky, though, because the guy Seamus that you were talking about, he was wrestling yesterday, and he's like a ginger, like a Scottish guy. Yeah. And so he has, like, bright red mohawk, and he has, bra- like, weird little braids in his beard. Then he should be known as, like, the Red Leprechaun or something. <laughs> like, there. There's a name for him. The problem is he's Bam. never going to win. He's never going to win. McMahon's never going to put him up. I should just go on the other show and talk about this. I have opinions. Because <laughs> McMahon no. is still a corrupt but, asshole. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's nowhere to be seen on those anymore. No, I know. But uh, yeah, Seamus. They're like it's, so, it's still so gimmicky. Like they had a wrestling bout yesterday that's just called "Kiss My Arse," <laughs> and that was all it was called. That was what the that was what the wrestling like that section of it was called. Where basically one of them had to pull down the other one, the other ones like pants. What the hell is it like it turning into so, way more porn here? It was so gay porny. It well, was they used awesome. to always have those humiliation matches, especially with what's his name, um, uh, not Goldberg, Gold Dust. Oh, gold! Yeah, that guy was. Gold weird. Dust was the yeah, like the, the the gay wrestler, and everybody yeah. used to freak out if you were in the ring by yourself with Gold Dust because you never knew what he was going to do to you. Yeah, but he's going to make you the gaze. Yeah, 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 they did. They did take that to an extreme. Although he was very unnerving looking. Oh I yeah, no, that. totally weird. Like this weird golden kabuki dancer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and there were the weird. Uh, like yesterday, there were the three guys who play like these uh, preachers called New Day. And it's these three black dudes that all wear, like, these robes and um, those things that you wear around your neck when you're, like, a preacher. 
Right. See, that's at least a gimmick. I yeah, can go with that so is. far. Yeah. It was It's better than just it was a pretty, name. It was pretty silly. I you have can't to say. be a wrestler just named I'm Bob Johnson. I'm mm. right. I'm t- Tony Smith. Like no, it's not cool. Yeah, yeah, but, just that's a NASCAR name. Yeah, yeah, but I like yeah, that's, yeah. that's within the last 10 years that they all started kind of dropping their Yeah. Well, their I think nicknames. it's probably because they want to cross over into being an actor more. Is my guess on that? Eh, it's a weird thing. Well, like anytime you see Dwayne Johnson do something as The Rock mm-hmm. in the movies, then you know it's because McMahon's getting money from it. He can't use the name The Rock unless it's officially tied in or he gives money to McMahon. Oh. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's 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 a weird that guy's no dummy. Yeah. I mean Vince is a yeah. He's he's pretty mercenary, but he's not an idiot. Okay. His daughter is a twat. Uh, Stephanie? Mm-hmm. I don't know what she looks like now, but I used to have a huge. Oh, thing she's for, really pretty. I had but such a thing a for Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, okay, we need to stop talking about wrestling. I'm sorry, I just yeah. Did this you too. can hear more on the McMahon <laughs> yes. podcast, McMahon Horn, tomorrow here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs> sorry, Greg. <laughs> well, should we do some world of crazy then have our announcement? Okay. All right. Yep. Let's do that. All right. <laughs> God, I can't help it. I just find it so interesting, and like I have to. Okay, rem- we'll talk about that. What? No, I have, I just have to say, like, I have to remind myself that not everybody else finds it as interesting as I do. Um, I guess that's both of you guys. No, I do, but I, but Greg was like giving me eye scolding. I no, I wasn't like, giving you eye scolding. Like my dad was mad at me for interrupting. <laughs> so I'm just, no more talking about wrestling. I know. <laughs> and I can. Oh, how hello, about the, my how about friends. The road warriors. Oh, the road warriors. <laughs> what a rush. And demolition. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. <laughs> Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Um, all right, so we've all heard of the term, of course, helicopter parents, right? Maybe we know some. Yeah. Maybe some of our friends have had children in the past, and all of a sudden they completely disappear. Wait, what kind of parents? Helicopter That's what parents. what that means, is it? No, no, but I mean, like, they oh, okay. just can't focus on anything else but their children anymore. Oh, is that what a helicopter parent is? You don't know what a helicopter parent is? No. I thought helicopter parents were parents that hovered over their kids at all times. Yeah, like, they're, them. like, the really uh, overbearing, over-the-top, like, oh, my precious little snowflake. I didn't know they were called helicopter kids. Like, the ones that, like, won't get them use soap because they don't want to build up, you know, antibacterial stuff or something. Exactly. Like, they like don't the really them. annoying ones. Like, yeah, don't touch the, my baby. Yeah, like, wash your hands before you're even in the vicinity like of my baby. Bubble kids. Yes, yeah, so, but it's not the kids. It's helicopter parents. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what the parents are called. Okay, all right. Uh, so now there's a, going to be a new type of parent, and this has actually just been recorded once so far, but I'm sure as these become more popular, it's going to happen. And they're going to be called drone parents. Yes, people are now using drones oh. to literally helicopter around their kids and watch them. That's horrible. Drone parents. So, of course, drones are uh, unmanned flying robots. And uh, a man by the name of Chris Early of Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, got a drone for a present and decided that he was going to use this uh, as a mobile nanny cam to follow oh, his Jesus. daughter Jeez. because he let his daughter walk to school by herself. So that it's a is, drone following wow. his daughter. Dude. I mean, come on. Yeah, like, how, how do you expect your kid to ever exist in the real world? I mean, are they yeah. going to have just a drone with them the entire time? Well, I mean, it's possible, I guess, it's possible, when we get older. I guess. Maybe we all have drones on us and we just don't know it. Maybe they're following us now. Mm. Well. Maybe they're all just hanging outside the window. Uh, so this guy, his name is Chris I Early. I they like Asian porn at 10 in the morning. That's what my drone got. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be cutting that piece of audio out for something later. <laughs> I did that one on purpose. There you go. There's a freebie for you. 
Uh, so this guy's enjoy a- the show. <laughs> Do you like this? <laughs> uh, so this guy is out of Knoxville, Tennessee, and uh, when he was interviewed by a local television station there, he said he liked to use the drone because it was a way to keep an eye on his daughter to make sure she was looking both ways before she crossed the street, which is really creepy. That's fucked up. I mean, uh, I don't know if you don't feel confident that your child can walk by themselves like you shouldn't let them walk by themselves yeah like i'm i'm not sure uh he also said that he made sure to let her know that dad is always watching <laughs> yeah uh well katie who's the eight-year-old that's her name uh found the experience cool uh other people on the internet have taken to calling the man paranoid overprotective and creepy yeah all three yes mm-hmm. all three so he says that he's not going to do it all what, does the he time. just sit at home and watch the camera footage or uh, he said he's only done this a couple times, but it doesn't say if he's going to continue doing it or not. Or- I mean, I'm sure, yeah, the daughter probably thinks it's cool right now. When you're eight years old, there's probably parents like, hey, cool, I've got my own pet yeah, robot. She doesn't know the difference. But eventually she's going to realize this is not cool anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dad is yeah. following me to school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there you have it. So there are now drone parents. Uh, this is something out of terror. Greg, I was thinking, you know, we were talking <laughs> last week how you can now rent goats on Amazon yes. to actually do your yard work. That might actually be something that you should look into because lawnmowers come to find out are pretty dangerous and you can't really <laughs> work one anyway. I need to mow my lawn today, too. Oh, well, you can't. Is your lawnmower actually working? Yes. All right. Well, hopefully it works well because this is a story out of nightmares. Uh, a man by the name of Bill Parker, 34 years young, was mowing his front yard in Gulfport, uh, Mississippi. When the lawnmower started making a weird noise and he couldn't figure out what was happening, it turned out the lawnmower had shot a three and a half inch piece of metal straight into his left nostril without him knowing. <gasps> what? How would you not know? Because right. it just shot out through the lawnmower. It got I'm guessing stuck he knew into, into his nostril, like in into his, his brain, nostril, like what? And through his head. Oh. So he couldn't tell that was what it was at first. He thought that he had just been hit in the face with something because it had happened so quickly. And this was like something that was stuck into in his lawnmower, which I'm saying you have a lot of random shit laying around your yard. Yeah. Something could get stuck in there and just shoot right through your face. Well, fuck. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so Parker, 34 mask. years old, said at first I thought a rock had flew out and hit me and struck me in the face. It threw me back a little and it hurt, but I couldn't tell where the pain was coming fun, uh, from. I felt my face, but I couldn't feel any disfiguration. I saw a lot of blood, so I knew I had a bloody nose. So he still couldn't tell that there was a metal thing that went through his face. Uh, so at first, Parker God. thought still that he had uh, been hit in the cheek uh, by a rock and had a broken cheekbone, but decided to go to the hospital. Uh, after he had a CT scan, it revealed that, <laughs> yes, indeed, a thick wire had embedded itself into Parker's sinus cavity beneath his eye socket and next to his jaw hinge. So like oh, right there. Uh, so unknowingly, he wasn't able to see it. The metal had somehow made its way through a tangle of really important nerves. Uh, this is him saying, and arteries, and finally rested about uh, a millimeter from his jugular vein. God. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, the wire was removed in about 20 minutes since Parker was back at work because he's a motherfucking trooper. Yeah. Uh, as a, a chef, man. the next day, a little bruised and on uh, antibiotics. He says under normal circumstances, he enjoys mowing his lawn. <laughs> Uh, he said he's going to start to hire someone to do it for him from now on. Damn. Mm-hmm. Wow. I've been hit by spitting rocks on my old lawnmower growing yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. I've had rocks. I've had, you know. Sharp, t- bigger twigs that get caught. Sure. I have a real fear Random of things flying like that, into my eyes. Like, I like to wear dog sunglasses. Dog bones, you know, if they're. Dog? Yeah. Like, not dead dog bones. Okay. I mean, bones it sounded like you were eat. talking about. Well, and sometimes, Sarah, you got to mow the dog. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you spread fertilizer in the country. Yep. <laughs> you don't bury your dogs. You just lay them out, let them cook a little bit in the sun, then. Wow. What do you think they did to Lassie? She never wow. came home. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It just took it to a dark place. <laughs> 
Uh, thanks, everyone, who sent me this next story. Uh, this was from a few days ago. But uh, here we are. So a young woman went to the hospital after complaining about having a hard time. Uh, she was having more of a difficulty comprehending things she was reading and understanding. Also, she was having a harder time understanding folks who were speaking in a room and uh, would start to get a little more confused when more than one person was talking at a time, um, which led doctors to believe that they thought that she had a tumor in her brain. However, it turns out the tumor in her brain was not oh, so much a tumor. Oh, this is going to be something awful. <laughs> it was actually the woman's embryonic twin that had formed inside of her brain. There's a lot of twin stories this year. So many twin stories. It's the year of feces and twins. And the rock. Open your mind. Feces, twins, and the rock. Oh every, every year is the rock. Just That's so true. You know. Every year is the rock's year. Uh, but yes, oh, this is actually true. This is a, a this is a 26 year old woman named Yamini Karanam. Uh, she's an Indiana uni- oh, University. Oh, 26. So it's not like she was just young and figured this out. No, no. This is a 26 year old 26 uh, year old woman who all of a sudden that was when the pressure started to <sighs> affect her. Yeah. But for some reason, she had had this embryonic twin in her head for 26 years before it started to bother her. My aunt had some teeth in her left shoulder. That's. Blade. I remember you saying that, and that grosses me out every time you tell me that. Yeah. Did you hear that, Greg? I Yes, I did, and okay. I'm choosing to ignore it, and I didn't want to talk about it. All right. Well, uh, Karenam recently <laughs> underwent the minimally invasive uh, brain surgery. Her surgeon said he was surprised when when he was trying to find a tumor and instead found her embryonic twin. The twin had never developed, but it was inside of her brain found with bone, hair, and teeth. Oh, my gosh. Bone, hair, and teeth? Bone, hair, and teeth is the direct quote. So weird. Do you think they let her keep it? I'd want to keep it. Keep, why would you want to keep it? What would you do with it? What would you do with it? Like your little friend. Oh, but yeah. really, what would so you do brain with it? Friend. Oh man, I'd put it in a little like a jar with formaldehyde. I'd keep it. Oh yeah, but an unbreakable jar. Like you have to make sure that. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'd keep. If I'd it bring, was taken from you, like that was your embryonic twin. And if I had, like it would be the centerpiece of any mantle. I find that fascinating. Oh, absolutely. No. And I would name him Manuel. Oh. Manuel, my brother. I'd name mine Claudia. Okay. I like that name. We could take our kids, our, our siblings on the road. Manuel Sarah. and Claudia. Uh huh. We can no. hang out. Mm. Really, you wouldn't want to keep it? Hell no. Why oh. would you not want to? No. Uh uh-uh. uh. I oh, think it's weirder that you wouldn't want to keep your secret embryonic twin in yeah. a jar in my living room. No. Where would you? Would you keep it at all? It doesn't have to be in your living room. Uh-uh. No. I Why not? No. Uh uh-uh. uh. I, I no. That's no. I don't want it. I don't think we're weird for wanting to keep our embryonic twins. No. Bury it or something, maybe. But why would you bury it? Because I no, I wouldn't want to keep that. No, huh? See, I think it's weird that, that he doesn't want to keep me. it. That yeah, un- I, think so I, think too. I think it's On weird that you wouldn't level. want it. Also, why would you force other people to look at that? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't force them to. I like, I'd be them, like, "Hey, do you want to see my embryonic twin that was taken out of my brain?" Yes. And then the answer okay. would always be yes. In the in the live chat, let's just ask people. So funemploymentradio.com slash live for live subscribers. Is it weird whether Sarah and, is it weird that Sarah and Aaron want to keep their unborn twin? Wait, everyone's saying that it's weird, Aaron. I don't think it's weird at all. I think it's cool. I believe so far, I don't think anybody's uh on your side, to be honest. Nobody thinks that we're normal. Yeah, well you're not. It's maybe that's it's why creepy. We're special. I guess so. I just didn't think it's, why it's mostly they want? it's that it's very creepy. Are we, I feel like we have like a serial killer mind or something. Because like, like, I can't, yeah. I can't fully comprehend why someone wouldn't want. Why me. would you want to keep a body? Why would you not? But it's not a body. It's, it's not a body. It's, it's, it's a medical it anomaly. It is a body. It's, it's a medical anomaly. But it's it weird. is a body. It had hair and teeth. 
What, the hair and teeth does not make a body. It doesn't make a body. That just makes things. It's just part of. Uh, yeah, most people are, uh... I don't think it's weird at all. I don't think yeah. so either. Well, Aaron, you yeah. and me, buddy. That's fine. As long as you don't think it's weird. Nope. Uh, <laughs> all right. says, Greg doesn't even want to look at people's feet, let alone their twin removed from their bodies. That's true. I also hate medical shows, so brain that's also twin. part of it, too. See, mm-hmm. I hate medical shows, too, but I find, like, things that... Oh, it would be your brain kind of twin? I wouldn't, brain name it, twin. I wouldn't name it Miguel, then. I'd name him Krang. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, we know more people who would want to keep the brain clean. I don't know. Yeah, we have to. We have to. It wasn't alive. It wasn't like it was. It was at one point. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was. You un- ate it. it. Was- Your body ate it. No, no you it absorbed was not the nutrient. It didn't develop. The twin had never developed. It developed teeth and hair. It did develop to a certain extent. Well, as a, as what, a genetic at what anomaly, point do you develop teeth and hair? I would think that's pretty far along. But no, because that's the thing is that they're a genetic anomaly, so it alters. Oh, see, Alex has a really good point. Our friend Alex in the chat says you can save it for embryonic stem cell research. You could well, save your secret twin and then yeah, it, but then it, your, yeah, yeah, but, but that's you donating it. it to science. Sure, okay. You can keep it. That's not keeping it in a jar in your living room. Kristen, we have one. On your bed stand. We have one person on our side. Thank you, Kristen. Aaron, Kristen says, I don't see why not people keep their baby teeth. That's different. That's your own teeth. This is not your teeth. It's part of your body. Yeah. If it's no, it's your... not part of your body. Okay, if it's keeping a undeveloped... teeth is weird. See, that sounds weird. Yeah, teeth is kind of weird. No, I d- yeah. don't do that either. I agree, but still, uh... I'm saying if it's been inside of you for 26 years, that's a part of your body. Yeah. Ugh. Like it's not. It's not I don't the think undeveloped with the teeth that try to keep. Body. Like when something's removed, they want to keep it. Yeah, right. They usually don't because it's considered medical waste. I guess. I remember when my mom got her uh, gallstones removed. She kept them in a little. Um, like she had them in a little pill. Yeah, container. my mom has hers still. Hmm. Yeah. She shook them around. They look like little pumice stones. My mom has our yeah. first lock of hair. She keeps it for my sister and I. Oh. Well, mainly because she doesn't want someone to take it and have power over us. My mom has a weird little superstition streak <laughs> in her. <sighs> I mean. Kelt says, would you keep a tumor? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I'd want to look at it. I'd, yeah. Gross. In a weird way, keeping a tumor is a reminder of how fragile life can be. I don't want to know anything about live each That's guys. real deep. Yeah, I've, that's how I've, I've been thinking that way over the past few weeks. Yeah, Aaron's, a lot of deep thoughts out of Aaron lately. Aaron has some deep thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> just like Jack Handy. Oh yeah, deep thoughts. Anyway, <laughs> so this kind of tumor is known as a teratoma. So that's I like, like the dinosaur. I know, right? It sounds yeah. even more magic. I'd call mine Terra then. Okay. Yeah, as Jasmine says, that's not the same as keeping a dead baby head. <laughs> it's that's not what a, it is. It's a dead it's baby head. It had hair and teeth. What more does it? Okay, Sarah, require? do you have a line where you wouldn't want to keep it anymore? Like, is there a certain development where you're like, nah, I don't want it anymore? It Let's has a face. It doesn't have a face. It's it a has hair and teeth. Hair and teeth are also not a face. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's if not hair, a face. If, made. if a lot of hair and big teeth made something, maybe if it, if it had eyes, that might creep me out. They'd probably be closed. Yeah, I think open eyes would be a deal breaker for me. Open, like, watery eyes. What if it was like weird? Like, what if one was like all bugged out, and the other one just kind of... Oh, slid, that's like, so like gross! I don't know if I could do that. I'd yeah. put a little patch on it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so these tumors are called teratomas. Call it scurvy, Sarah. <laughs> this is uh, so. This doctor has operated on uh, seven thousand or eight thousand brain tumors, and this is only the second one that he's ever seen of this nature. It's mm. a teratomas. Ugh. All right. Hey, so there's Ugh. a new. Uh, <laughs> let's just move forward from this. Gross. Uh, there's a new trend sweeping the nation of Japan, and it is 
Taking baths in ramen noodles. <laughs> yes, ramen wow. is... Uh, so America has taken ramen, and of course we're doing the best thing with it. smell like chicken seasoning afterwards? This is something or? that is supposed to be good for you as a ramen bath. Uh, now, of course, ramen is one of the latest food crazes, which is really true. There are like ramen carts yeah. popping up everywhere. Uh, food crazes in America. Well, good ramen's delicious. Oh, yeah. 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 In America, but in Japan, it is being used as a delicacy for bathing. So at the okay. uh, Unison Spa House uh, in southeastern Japan, uh, it's now offering ramen baths for its clientele. So the bath consists of ramen pork broth and synthetic Ew. noodles. Which huh. allegedly helps improve your skin, its elasticity well, why, and such. What is the oh. reasoning? How can they prove that? I, I don't know. See, People will was, pay for anything if they think it's some kind of fountain of youth. See, yeah. I thought maybe it was regular ramen noodles, because I think traditional ramen noodles are they're like have like an alkali base. I thought, mm-hmm. well, maybe the alkali does something, but they're fake noodles. and So you're, okay, you're just swimming in pig. Yeah, so it says, uh, so the owner of the spa claims... Uh, that all right. Let's see. It says lately people are very concerned about having beautiful skin, and they know the effect of collagen. And collagen is the main ingredient in our pork-based broth. Okay. At this bath, everyone can have fun and take advantage of the healthy elements so that, of ramen noodles. This is like the biggest. So that bullshit. means on that pork broth, all they're really cooking is the skin and the cartilage. Oh, good. Yeah, that's where all the collagen that's, is. Ugh. No. No, I'd say no to this too. Everything Greg sounds like, gross. No, no this one really just sounds broke gross. Him with this is fascinating, but it's not something I would do. No, no. I wouldn't sit no. in a ramen bath. No, that sounds. Plus, it just reminds you too much of when you're like eight years old and you go to your first haunted house. You're like, put your hand in here. Oh yeah, it's it? peeled grapes. They're Ooh. eyeballs. Bucket of worms. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, and finally, how I else do can have... you gross out, Greg? What's next? I don't know. Well, it's, one, it's working so far. This one isn't gross, but it's just weird. So this is my closer. Uh, a woman with a bizarre obsession, which of course you know is one of my favorite things. Obsessions? <laughs> yes. <laughs> a woman with a bizarre obsession, which is my obsession, uh, is talking about how she decided to break up with her fiancé, the love of her life, after he would not accept the fact that she loved her puppets that she calls her children. She's obsessed with her puppets. Now this woman, uh, so single woman. Uh, yeah, yeah. What? No. Can you believe this? Uh, maybe I should end like perpetually single May- woman. Well, no. With her well, puppets, she's probably never alone. She's never alone. You're right. And you know they have voices. Oh, I they guarantee so she's do. Never alone. They have voices and names and personalities. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and then the they don't like certain people. Right. Well. I mean, Sally you think she doesn't had, like you. Do you think she had like a couple of sexy ones? Oh. So he could at least get a human puppet three-way? Oh, I don't know. Let's find out. All right, so uh, perpetually Sally single. doesn't like you. <laughs> April Brucker. This is April Brucker. This is the puppet lady. Uh, she broke up with her fiancé, who she asked not to name, after he gave her an ultimatum. He told her, April, it's me or the puppets. Now, April said she briefly broke up with the puppets, something she's now ashamed of, but realized that they were her children and she had made the wrong decision. So it was then she decided to split with her fiancé and now lives alone with her 16 puppets in an apartment in New York City. Well, that's the ideal situation right there. When she broke up with them, what did she do with the puppets? she kick them out? She said she dumped her puppets. So So I don't know. She had to go find her puppets She probably locked them in a room or something. And like their puppet closet. She wasn't treating them with the the proper puppet respect. And they could hear their screams coming from the closet. Oh, the screams in the night. Mm -hmm. Oh. Now let me tell you a little bit about April Brucker. (laughs) April Brucker works, uh, works 60 hours a week as a singer, promotional model, and freelance writer. Uh, so 
so she can raise enough money for her puppets to have the best of everything. Now, oh. the 30-year-old April estimates that she spent uh, about two hundred thousand dollars over the past ten years on the dummies, who she actually pays to have a two-bedroom apartment in New York City for, so they can have their own bedroom. Wow. Yes, uh, April goes on to say, "My puppets are my children." Do you have any roommates? Oh, I've got sixteen, actually. <laughs> Ooh. April goes on to say, yes, my puppets are expensive, but if they need things, they need things. I will go without clothes for them. I'm a parent. That's what you do. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know, Greg. From a certain angle. Do you have a picture of her? Yeah, there's a few pictures oh, of her. You what's can make, what's her you name? You can justify anything, Aaron. April Brooker. Well, that one, she looks kind of like a puppet. So, like, here's April here's one lady. promo picture of her. Uh, yeah, she's, she's not unattractive. Well, and then here's another promo picture. picture of her. Oh, no, no, no. Did, did, did her crazy oh my show gosh. that one? Yes, let me see it, let me see it, let me see it. Lipstick the, all crazy, over her the crazy face. eyes are strong in this one. Holy oh, never mind. mother of God. She's that got a whole is... website. Oh, she's, she's scary. Got a whole... That's weird. That was so weird. Between one picture, she looked completely normal and like, yeah, all right. Yeah, just go to April, aprilbrucker.com. <laughs> all right, so April Brucker. I'm sorry, let me give you a little background mm-hmm. of her. Okay, okay, so April Brucker, 30 years old. She said, they're like my children. Yes, they are expensive, but if they need things, they need things. I will go out uh, without clothes for them. I'm a parent. That's what you do. That's what you do. Let me tell you the story of April. <laughs> That's what you do, right? Oh, love me. Uh, April said her relationship failed with her fiancé after he told her that her puppets were weird. She was very offended by it. Now, uh, April, who grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, said, I was not allowed to date while I was growing up. Oh, Jesus. So these were her dates? Like, my this parents. Is... <laughs> uh, my parents were strict. Um, let's see. My parents were very strict. Uh, my parents were engaged after their third date, and they've been together for 40 years. Uh, so she said wow. when she first met her, uh, the love of her life. She met him because her parents uh, introduced her to him. Uh, he became her boyfriend. It was very romantic. Uh, they got engaged right away. But things quickly took a turn for the worst as she started to introduce him to her puppet children. Do you think she sets the puppets up to, like, watch while she has a boyfriend over? Or do they have to turn the other way? Uh, or maybe they have to, like, run it past her. Oh. Like, when she brings somebody over, she's like, now you're going to have to meet my family. And the dude's like, well, all right. I mean, it's kind of early, but I guess so. And then, and then it's that. <laughs> yeah. Then there. Well, she said quickly. Things quickly became sour between her and her fiance. Uh, April said he started to become jealous of the puppets. He started to tell me the puppets were weird. I don't think that's jealousy. I think that's <laughs> that's fucking weird. That's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he said the puppets were weird. He then said, "No wife of mine will ever have a puppet." Now, ultimately. Uh, she said you know, he felt jealous of the puppets, and that's when he gave her an ultimatum. He said, it's either me or the puppets. And this is her version of this. This is her version. I would, mm-hmm. would kind of like to hear his side of this story. Yeah, I know, but he's unnamed. We'll never I'm, know who the puppet is. Well, he's man. not going, going to admit to this. No. Right. Uh, so he said, it's me or the puppets, April said. <laughs> April goes on to say, I wanted to be with him, so I stayed with him. But after eight more months, oh, my God. She lived without her puppets for eight months. Mm. I realized I needed my puppets, my children. In the end, my puppet children are all I have. In the end, my puppet children are all I have. That's a direct quote. Do you think they had, like, puppet role-playing? Oh, I don't know. I well, think that's probably April what she needs- wanted, and he was probably like, no, okay, this is Because that requires... That's enough. This is weird. Uh, I don't think I've ever said the word puppet 
more times in my life uh, goes on. They've never, um, my, let's see, I'm sorry. In the end, my puppet children are all I have. They've never <laughs> disappointed me like men have. <laughs> my puppets have their own room. They're like my family. We do shows together. Sometimes I think, yes, I dump my fiance for my puppets, but then I think puppets are better. I love my puppets. <laughs> These are all direct quotes, by the way. Wow. Now, April says she can't look for love again uh, with someone who does not appreciate her puppets. Uh, she says she spends about twenty thousand dollars a year on them. Uh, that's of course she twenty thousand dollars. Wow. What is she buying? Um, well, th- I'm really glad you asked that. Love, Greg. <laughs> uh, she spends uh, twenty thousand dollars a year on her sixteen uh, puppet children for clothes, airfare. <gasps> what? She must. She have, flies with she, them. I, There's no way they get checked. Uh, There's they are no her way. children. They are her children. Uh, clothes, airfare, to even get their hair done. Uh, she's been doing that for Holy about 10 years. That's so about $20,000 a year for the past 10 years. Uh, she first Yeah, you think her- maybe the guy might have had a problem with that, of blowing twenty grand on puppet <laughs> hairdos like over the years? Uh, April first got her, um, her first puppet when she was 13, and she's loved them ever since. Um, she said, my dream is to tour the world with my puppet children. Because, of course, as I said before, she's a singer. Right. Um, she said, uh, I might not have the love of a man, but I have my 16 puppet children, and they need me. Oh. oh, there you go. There's your world of crazy, my friend. Crazy. My puppet children. You know she has like a special naughty puppet. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like her special boyfriend puppet. And that's probably where he drew the line. Like imagine how weird it is in private with this woman. Oh, this yeah. This is what she's admitting to publicly. Right. Let alone what goes on. Ugh. I really do want to hear from that guy. Mm-hmm. I want to know what, what happened. You know, I, Like, I, what was the point where he was sure like willing to put up with it until it the line was crossed? It wouldn't take much to book her if you look at her website. <sighs> probably not. We should probably get the puppet lady on. So I want to hear from the boyfriend, though. No, I want to talk to the crazy puppet lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know she would do the show in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. She probably would. Oh, yeah. Uh, we could try to. Oh, I don't know. We just got to let her plug her stuff. That's probably the trade-off. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fine. Maybe her, like her puppet musical or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm down. But then we'd have to pretend to be like all on her side too, because you don't want to. Dude, with somebody I'm totally like that, on her side. I will spun. be a, uh, I will be a man hating woman. <laughs> just you know, like, don't. No man is worth it, girl. And then should I just like slowly put barbs about puppets and stuff like should that? Like, like, yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> they're not even real things anyway. So. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and then see what oh, happens. Oh, good cop, bad. Good mm-hmm. puppet cop, bad puppet mm-hmm. cop. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's no different. A stuffed animal, though, right? And then see what happens. Oh, that's oh. just disrespectful. Yeah, yeah, there's no life in a stuff. Wow. No. Ass. God. Ooh. All right, Greg, should we make our announcement? Yes, we do have an announcement to make. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, you listening here to Fun Employment Radio, know that last September, we had a little something, a uh, little event that took place. We did. And that was a cornhole tournament. Cornhole. Yes, Cornhole. We all know what cornhole is now. If you don't, just look it up and not go. Don't don't go to the certain sites. Cornhole, the beanbag <laughs> toss game. The beanbag toss game, the wholesome <laughs> version of cornhole. Well, we had a tournament last year, and ladies and gentlemen, we're having another tournament. We sure are. We have another tournament. The Fun Employment Radio Cornhole Tournament taking of champions. place. Champions tournament of champions That's taking place it. May seventeenth. That's May 17th, 2015, at the Landmark Saloon, and it's going to be brought to you this time by Pabst Blue Ribbon and Next Adventure. Yes, we're super excited. We're going to have some amazing prizes, so we're just letting you know this is kind of our save-the-date card for you right now. So this is Sunday, 
May 17th. Sunday, May 17th. And that's when the tournament's going to happen. So it's going to be 24 teams of two. And here's the key on how you get to enter into it. So let me just say this. There's going to be a lot of prizes for this. Gift certificates. And of course, this is all brought to us by our wonderful sponsors of the event, Pabst Blue Ribbon and Next Adventure. And also for, uh, we didn't talk about this yet, but for the grand prize, Pabst Blue Ribbon is actually donating a pair of cornhole boards so you can leave the tournament with your very own set of Pabst Blue Ribbon cornhole boards, which is incredible. So awesome. So awesome. So big thanks to Paps Blue Ribbon. Big thanks to Next Adventure. And we are so excited uh, that this is going to be happening. We can't wait to see you there. So lots of prizes, lots of things to win. Even if you're not in the tournament, we'll have side games. But you want to get into this tournament. And the great thing is it's double elimination. So that means even if you're not the greatest cornhole player, number one, you've got time to practice. Number two, it, it, anybody can lose a game. Mm. Like you can, you can still advance in this, and there will still be a chance to be in the championship. We'll go through the rules later on, but the key is this: the way you get to enter into the competition is we're going to play a sounder at some <laughs> point during this week of shows. So this is during I, this week. It could during be, this week. It could be today. It could be Friday. It could well, be somewhere in between. It's uh, so this is April twenty seventh, two thousand fifteen. So at some point this week, we're going to play this sounder, and I'll play the sounder for you just so you know what it sounds like. But when you hear that and this is going to be an advantage for live listeners so if you're listening live funemploymentradio.com slash live when we're on the air you'll get to hear it first and we'll give out a website you'll go to that website and that's where you'll register so that's how that'll work but the key and then you know if you're listening via podcast still go there and register just know uh, live listeners got the jump on you a little Mm. bit so hopefully you can get in Um, here is what the sounder is going to be though so just listen to this during the week and when you hear and this, it'll not just right play now. At some random point, we'll yeah. just be in the middle of the show. We won't address it. You'll just hear it. Yep. And then we'll tell you what the URL is, and then that'll be it. And so it's not the same go. URL as last time. We're making an entirely different site, so mm-hmm. there's no way sneaking around it. Yep. So here is what the sounder is, though, so you'll know what to listen to. Cornhole. Cornhole. Quite funky. Quite funky. <laughs> a little bit of Scott Daly quite funky in there. Quite funky. So there we go. That is the cornhole sounder. And that uh, that song in there is actually from a band that we uh, that we found <laughs> online. It's a, it's a cool group. So we'll we'll post about that. But yes, when you hear that sounder, what you'll want to do is go to the URL that we will give you at that point, and then you'll enter in for your team and your chance to compete in the tournament. And trust me, it's going to be a fun day. So you'll want to be in the tournament. You don't need to be a great cornhole player to still win a lot of prizes oh, and God, just no. have a great time. You know what you don't need to be a, cor- a good cornhole player for? What? To hang out and drink beer all day. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you might become a better one if you do that. You it's might. True. It's true. Yeah. There is a certain plateau you get to with a certain amount of alcohol that yeah. you just become like... In the zone? Yeah, you're just like zen. In the zone. <laughs> or if anything, just go to watch Keelan get mad when he doesn't win. <laughs> <laughs> if Keelan gets That's in. That's a show all by itself. So the tournament itself is going to take place May 17th, 2015. That's a Sunday. So Sunday, May 17th. So save that date already. And then to get entered into the Fun Employment Radio Cornell Tournament of Champions, brought to you by Next Adventure and Pabst. Listen for that sounder at some point this week. When you hear the sounder, we'll give the URL, and then you just go there and register. Keelan says, bite me, guapo. (laughs) (laughs) And all happening in the landmarks. You notice he didn't deny it. He just got angry. 
No, but see, you can't get. That's one of the things is you can't poke at Keelan because he gets better when he gets angry. I know. There are some people that you can throw off when they get angry because they they start to pay. Keelan a becomes less focused. No, oh like, no, the best way for for Keelan and I don't want to give away too much because I have my my own you know ways of of you know mentally battling Keelan when we're playing each other because he destroyed me last week. We played. I'm not going to lie. He he beat me pretty badly. He just beat me mercifully, mercilessly. Um, but, <laughs> Not mercifully, mercilessly. <laughs> but uh, I did. Um, I, I did. I, I know what I'm doing. So when I when I'm beating Keelan, the best thing to do, don't say anything. Just silence. Don't give silence. Say, silence. That's the best way. That's the okay. best way to, to talk shit. Everybody's got kind of their own little thing. So I try to figure out all their ticks. All right. Done yeah. and done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. For he me gets anyway. into their mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Open your mind. All right, we do need to do a little bit of ball. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. So uh, here is the thing. The NBA playoffs are continuing on, and the Portland Trailblazers are taking on the Memphis Grizzlies tonight at 7.30 p.m. here in Portland, Oregon, for what could be the last game of the Blazers' playoff run, which has consisted so far of three straight losses. So the Blazers not doing so good against Memphis. Memphis just, I mean, Memphis just fucking owns them. Yeah, they're just dialed in. Yeah, they own them. And on top of that... Uh, Which is why the playoffs are usually fun to watch, and like this hasn't been any fun to watch. They usually are. I mean, the, well, the shitty thing for the Blazers are extreme injuries. I mean, they're a completely depleted team. They're not... They just don't have the manpower. They can't deal with a team like Memphis, and they're just too good. And they don't. And they're too uh, too thin. Too many good players are are out for the Blazers. However, Memphis is going to have Mike Conley out, who is their star point guard, who had to have facial surgery because yeah. of uh, something that happened in the game on Saturday night. And yeah. I I was at the concert, so I got to see little bits and pieces of it because they had a TV showing it. But um, yeah, I don't know exactly what happened. But I know he had to fly back to Memphis, so he's he's out. He's out for at least the rest of this playoff run, maybe the next one. Um, also, LaMarcus Aldridge. So if the Blazers lose tonight, they're out of the playoffs. It's a best-of-seven series. They've lost three in a row. Once you lose four, you're done. If they win tonight, you know, great. Maybe we'll extend it a couple more games. I don't think any team in NBA history has ever come back from being down three games, though. Three to zero. I don't think that's ever mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. The team has come back and won. LaMarcus Aldridge, though that's the other key for the Blazers, is... If this is their last game tonight, it's possible it could be the last game you ever get to see LaMarcus Aldridge in a Portland Trailblazers uniform. He, um, he, he's going to be a free agent this summer. There are teams that are already clamoring. Lakers fans are, of course, the most annoying people on earth. We all know this. Lakers <laughs> fans are going nuts online, posting memes about LaMarcus coming L.A., Marcus Aldridge coming to L.A., because Lakers fans really want him. Everybody's going to want him. He's a very well, good player. Well, then I still have my Beat L.A. t-shirt, so that'll have like a double yeah. meaning. Yeah, then it'll work. Yeah. I mean, whatever. He's a, he's a fantastic player. If he needs mm-hmm. to go, he needs to go. Well, yeah, I'm not going to... Blame him, but I'm. I mean, the, I mean, the it's other gonna teams, suck to lose him, but I don't blame him. L.A. and New York, uh, uh, Los Angeles, the Lakers and New York are both going to make runs at him. I don't think he's going to end up with those teams, though. I think the ones with the biggest chance are Dallas and San Antonio. Oh, going back he, to his hometown, he's from Dallas, yeah. And both of those teams are have star power forwards who are on their way out, so they're going to be retiring. He could be the face of either of those franchises in his home state. It's possible. However, the Blazers can offer him a lot more money. A lot more money than and anybody else can. How good are his odds of getting a championship in those towns compared to getting it here? It's hard While to say. While he's in his prime. Yeah, hard to say. And I think so, that's probably going to be a, be a big part of it, that's too. A, yeah, a, a legacy is pretty hard to deny when mm-hmm. you want that ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think Dallas and San Antonio, he had be- he'd have a better chance of getting a championship right. than the Lakers or the Knicks. Yeah. Um, and Portland, 
Yeah, it, it all depends. So we'll see. Either way, the game is tonight. So well, I mean, I'm going to be was, watching it. Well, he was kind of uh, one of the faces of the franchise. And then once well, Damien came, he just completely got bumped out of the way. Yeah, and in all fairness, LaMarcus isn't really a very forthcoming guy. He's kind of a quiet dude. Yeah, he's yeah. He's not the... in. You know, he doesn't have the arrogance that can that comes with like maybe getting a lot of attention. Yeah, I mean, I think he, he wants a, he wants to be acknowledged as far as a great player, which he is, and maybe he should get a, you know some more accolades for that. But then he also doesn't want to be on television and doing all that stuff. So there's different possibilities. Hopefully, he will stick around because we, regardless, the Blazers are better with Lamarcus mm-hmm. than without him. Oh, that, they're totally fine. That we him. could uh, set them back a few years if Lamarcus leaves. However, that is what's happening tonight. So then the other couple of things here really quick just to let people know about, because you're going to see it everywhere. The ESPN draft, uh, or the ESPN draft, you might as well call it that. The <laughs> NFL draft, the NFL draft is this Thursday. And um, until that damn thing is over with, that's about all people are going to be talking about on any kind of sports, sports talk. Okay. Despite the fact that. There's a Mayweather-Pacquiao this weekend. There's a Kentucky Derby this weekend. There's the NBA playoffs. Oh, it's the all, Kentucky Derby's this weekend. Yeah, all that stuff's mm-hmm. happening. Awesome. It's just going to be NFL draft that people are bringing up. Whether or not Jameis Winston or Marcus Mariota go number one or who's going to draft Mariota, that's what it's all going to be. So just get used to that. I will talk a little bit about it just so you have an idea of what's going on. But that will be later on this week. All, all right, right, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Wow, it is a big weekend with the whole wrestling. and. It's the- a lot, yeah. 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 Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Well, not wrestling. That's boxing. Or boxing. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Boxing's the bloody one. I don't like that. Uh, well, no. Uh, boxing, that's UFC. UFC can okay. get bloody. Yeah. UFC's more bloody than boxing. There might be some blood in boxing, but they All usually right. they have some to patch that up. Some blood in boxing. Yeah. Well, Mayweather Pacquiao. That, man, that one, I, I am going to watch it. Both of them are such assholes, though. I, total assholes. Mayweather, though, I think I'm going to have to root for Manny Pacquiao over Mayweather, because Mayweather is... <laughs> He's, I don't know. They both suck. He's a, he's a beater. He's a convicted. Yeah, yeah he's beating women. Yeah, it's, oh, not, it's not even like. Yeah, yeah and it's not even mm-hmm. like accused. He was convicted no. and found guilty. Yeah, and then they let him go. Yeah. Oh, that's <clears throat> Manny Pacquiao awful. is has made homophobic statements before. Yeah. Manny Pacquiao thinks that all gay people should be put in jail. So they're both awful. Why are so they're both horrible this? people. <laughs> well, you get to watch them beat the shit out of each other, though. An idiot beating. But an even idiot. if you, lo- yeah. I think even the loser gets like sixty mil, like a stupid. They're amount still going to get a ton of money. Yeah. Um, no, they're if, both horrible humans. If you ignore that, they're both two of the best fighters to ever <laughs> fight. But yeah, you know, in one aspect, you do get to see them beat the crap out of each other. They're going to be they're going to be hurting after this. Yeah. So there's that aspect. Anyway, there it is. All right. All right. You know what the best thing could happen is if it's like a shitty fight. If, like, one of them lands a lucky blow, and then, like, in 30 seconds, it's done. Yeah. Oh, there like, was so many pissed off people who yeah. paid 100 bucks for that. Yeah. That's the best thing that can happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's 100 bucks just for the on-demand. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network at 5.30 p.m. Drive Time of the Drive-In. An all-new Drive Time of the Drive-In. I'm going to be playing... I forgot it was this old. It's going to make us all feel old. Okay, what is it? I'm going to be playing the complete soundtrack... To 1994's uh-huh. Pulp Fiction. Oh, no, 1994? 1994. Yeah. What? Uh, I love that came out soundtrack. in 1994. It's an amazing soundtrack. It's so good. It's so so good. Like you all, everyone kind of knows it. And this morning I was brushing up on it. Usually before every drive time I re-listen to it again mm-hmm. to kind of pump myself back up. I forgot how fucking good that soundtrack was. It yeah. Is. 
It's so good. It is awesome. awesome. Sweet. So, yeah. so that's happening at 5.30 5.30, Pulp Fiction. Yes. God, 1994. Wow. All right. Yeah. I just didn't realize how old that was. That is awesome. <laughs> right. Okay. And how old we all are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were still... I, I had just graduated. I was 14. <sighs> oh, I didn't realize I was that young when that came out. Huh. So all right. Tune in live for that. Funemploymentradio.com slash live. And that mm-hmm. is where you can uh, hear Drive Time at the Drive-In. And as we were saying, send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. When you hear that cornhole sounder this week, be prepared to <laughs> be enter prepared. into the tournament. It's going to be so much fun. We want you guys to enter in. And uh, like I said, 24 teams of two will make it in. So plenty of people will get a chance. Either way, it's going to be badass. Awesome. So listen for that sounder this week. And get your chance to enter. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up.